a lot of the times in life, we think that the truth is one thing, when in reality, the truth may be one thing, but there's an inversion of that. And so that's truly what I've learned because everything is paradoxical from the perspective of like success is everything, but success is actually nothing. Because when you are in the present moment of your life or you're on your deathbed, you're probably not going to care about the money, but you're going to care about how you felt. In this episode of the Voltura Game Show Podcast, you will discover mindset, living a paradoxical life, the easiest way to have free mentors, and boost your podcast for success. Is that something that you love to know? If so, continue listening. Hi guys and welcome to another episode of the Voltura Game Show. This is episode 34. The Voltura Game Show is designed to bring together the best minds of our times, so that you, can have access and integrate their mindset, behavior, and business lifestyle. As a result, you can access your inner perfection in a fun, new, and interactive way. My name is Alexandru and I'm your host today. Today our guest is Mark Mitri. Mark Mitri is a 23 years old Forbes feature entrepreneur, author, and TEDx speaker. In addition to that, Mark is also the host of the Humans 2.0 podcast, where he interviews billionaires, New York Times bestselling authors, world-class leaders such as Seth Godin, Ed Millet, Robert Greene, and many more inspiring and innovative individuals. Thank you for being here, Mark. Um, Alexandru, thank you so much for having me. And uh, yes, yeah, so the first time I'm on a um, I'm on a game show podcast. So yeah, <laughs> and this awesome. U- UFO something like that. Like, what's this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, basically. <laughs> okay, good. I'm actually curious. Like, what brings you here, uh, Mark? What What makes you excited to say yes? Um. Well, I mean, you know, like part of my business is helping people start podcasts, and there's so many podcasts out there, and so I definitely think that. You know, we need a new way to talk about self-development or sometimes even if it's not self-development itself, um, but, but more or less, um, but more or less like truly just like trying to find more ways to break down this information. I've never been on a game show, self-development podcast before. So, you know, just curiosity and I like unpredictability. So I don't like it when people ask me the same questions over and over again. So yeah. that's a good thing, you know? That's yeah, yeah, great. Okay, good. So unpredictability and new information. Great. So we're also going to have fun today. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So how we're going to start the game is by rolling the dice. So tell me when to stop. Okay. Stop. Hey, psst. One second. Before we start the show, I have a small request for you. Could you please... Write us a review on Apple iTunes. This will help us to improve the experience and to reach more people. And also, if you want to be part of an exclusive group, go to voltura.co slash podcast or just Google Voltura Podcast. Thank you so much. Now, let's start the show. Okay. Stop. So it's four. <laughs> oh, oh, man. There, right away. <laughs> <laughs> no, please read the card. Oh, shit. Um... Mime the craziest memory of your life to make it crazier add sound effects. Oh shit. Um, <laughs> the craziest moment, the craziest memory of my life. Um, okay. I had this memory where I was on a cruise ship. Okay. Mm-hmm. And this cruise ship had a, um, it had like a, uh, like a surfing simulator. Mm-hmm. So you get on a board 
and the wave kind of blows you. And so I did this when I was about like 16 years old, 17. And I was there, but my swimsuit, it wasn't that tight. It was very loose. Mm-hmm. And so basically, um, I jump on the board, right? And the wave is hitting towards me. And next thing I know, and by the way, like there's a, there's a major TV in the middle of the cruise ship that's like maybe like 300 inches long. It's a massive TV and it shows the, the person who's trying to surf. Uh, it shows them. So I jump on the board, I'm trying to balance. And next thing I know, my swimsuit starts to come a little bit off. Next thing I know, next thing, next thing I know, I'm literally grabbing here. And I look down, literally, literally my entire, my butt cheeks are just straight up sticking out. I look at the TV and <laughs> I look at the TV and all of a sudden I just see my butt. Everyone just starts dying of laughter. <laughs> and I'm just out here and I'm just like, I don't know what to do. So I just let go and I just, I just fall back towards the thing. And I'm just like, you know what? I knew I could have kept going on that surfboard. But I didn't want anybody else to see my butt cheeks. So that's probably the funniest, craziest memory. Uh, that's one of them yeah, for sure. Uh, definitely. <laughs> well, yeah. thank you for sharing this. Like that's <laughs> that's something bold. So that's cool. <laughs> yeah, of course. Great. Never said that on the okay. podcast before. So. <laughs> Good. Now the next step: questions. So my question for you is like, well, first of all, like. Whatever you've done here, like that really represents the name of the car, like there, you know, like to have the, in war, well, let's say the balls to share this, that's something really cool. And I, I acknowledge you for that. <laughs> so you got the acknowledgement before <laughs> the round. Uh, but my question for you is, um, what, um, I, I like this, uh, this attitude, this uh, mindset, basically, you know, like, um, being at ease and like just sharing yourself and being confident right and i'm actually curious like how is this um uh because we're talking about entrepreneurship in here but how is this like you know translated in entrepreneurship what is something that like again you 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 dare to do something in you know in your entrepreneur journey yeah well i mean i think i think um I think the biggest thing is that, uh, you know, people are, are afraid and, um, you know, they have anxiety and, um, I think just going through my life, it it has made me, it's forced me to have this kind of mindset because, you know, there are a lot of worse problems you can have in your life aside from maybe like, you know, an issue in entrepreneurship. Um, you know, there are issues that happen with people's mental health with various things. And so, um, yeah, I mean, I feel like I've seen a lot of that throughout my life. And so I know that's like the real problem of life. And so when it comes to entrepreneurship, I, I know it's, it's very difficult, but it's honestly more or less a, a game like this. And so if you can approach it like that, then you know, there's, there's no, there's no fear. And of course, like there are definitely going to be moments that are terrifying because that's all part of the journey, the ups and downs. Um, but yeah, I mean, I'm just grateful I went through what I went through in my life because it's, it's taught me that. And yeah, there aren't any, there isn't really anything that's, that's that much worse. So. Mm, okay. And what, uh, like, what, what, what I understood is like, you were never an employee, right? You never had a nine to five job or something like that, or it was like something very temporary. 
right? Um, yeah, uh, yeah, you know, like it's it's kind of like um, like when this uh, like when this whole pandemic started in March and mm-hmm. the economy kind of crashed, and then everyone was thinking, oh man, like what's going to happen? Unemployment, a lot of like real problems. Um, to me, I was definitely nervous for sure, but I knew that it wasn't going to be that big of a problem because, you know, someone who's an immigrant who came to America, whose parents had no money, I'm used to that kind of instability. I'm used to not knowing the future. And so when it comes to entrepreneurship, I think that's something that I've been able to take and translate it into that. Um, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's still very difficult for sure. Um, but that's just the way that I try to like approach it, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And the question is like, um, what is, uh, what is something that like, um, I wish you curious, like talking about, because you talk about the, the COVID, what is one um, challenge that you succeeded to overcome now with this COVID in your business? Um, well, to be honest with you, my business was not really hit that bad. I'm very grateful, but I would say two things. I think one is at the beginning when there's some sort of uh, economic recession, a lot of companies freeze. Um, like, you know, I'm a speaker too. And so obviously I'm not a speaker right now because nobody's yeah. you know, really getting speakers for the most part. I think it's starting to happen now. Um, but like, that's one of them where it's just like, you know, you have to learn how to pivot and adapt. And if I was only a speaker and that was all I did, then I'd probably be screwed. And so I'm grateful that, I wasn't like that at all. And I had many different buckets. Um, and honestly, probably the second thing too is like, I don't know. I feel like I've noticed people get more angry and more stressed out uh, online uh, because of the stress. And they're taking that out on Twitter on like random people. So that's also something that I've noticed too. That's not that great, unfortunately. Maybe it's just mm. me. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. I ask you that because I actually like this is what you said. I want to highlight here, like the importance of you know not being stuck and not being like attached to you know your business or whatever you're doing right now, especially yeah. you know, in this period, and to pivot like you like you, you did with this uh, speaking uh, career. And talking about speaking, like that, this probably like, uh, my my biggest curiosity, like what makes you to be a speaker? What was the the motivation there? What do you wanted to? Because I don't think it was only like the money thing, right? Because you had a business before. Yeah, no, uh, I mean, to be, yeah, I mean, to be honest with you, I am um, like, you know, for most of my entire life, I, I faced social anxiety. I can never speak just in general, like let alone to people like in a group on a stage, but like literally just to people. Um, and so for me, if anything, it was more of a challenge for anything. For me, it was just more of like, how can I do this to push myself? And I remember the first time I spoke at like an event where I was invited to be a speaker. I remember just like literally like I started speaking and then I felt like a nuclear bomb went off inside of me, like in a good way. And I was like, oh my God, I got access to just so much information, so much awesomeness that, um, Mm. that I just had never seen before. And so for me coming from someone who was very shy, socially anxious for me, it was a challenge. And the second part of it was too, is just like, I actually love doing this so much and it's so important to be able to spread this message. Um, so yeah, you know, that's why, to be honest with you, I didn't really try to be a speaker. I just got invited. And then next thing mm-hmm. I knew I started to get invited, invited, and then I got invited to do 
a TEDx talk and then people started paying me money to do it. And so I actually just kind of accidentally fell into it. Mm, yeah. So I mean, it's like, like it just happened, right? And you, you got great, I mean, you are grateful and you got uh, the opportunity because you were doing what you, in the end, I think you were doing what you love and then things started to show up and like encourage you yeah. to continue doing and it. And had the podcast. Yeah, I had the podcast mm. and I had the business. And so people were starting to find out who I am. And that's, you know, that will happen. You know, if you, if like, if you start to get known, you'll be a speaker. It's not because you are a speaker. It's just like a side effect, you know? Mm. Okay. And what do you, what would you advise to someone? Because I am, what I'm hearing here is that because you had the podcast, it allows you to, you know, boost your uh, career as a speaker and to start yes. getting speaking gigs. But what would you advise to someone that, let's say, doesn't have a podcast? How he or she can do that? I would say to start a podcast. Um, and I would <laughs> say uh, my company, Growcast, can help you do that. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I'm sure there are other ways to market yourself, but I mean, name me one person who has a successful brand who doesn't have a podcast. Mm, yeah. So it's all about, I'm sure you can maybe yeah, think of someone right now podcast. Yeah. Yeah. For sure. Podcast. I would say start a podcast. <laughs> Good. Okay. Thank you, Mark. Now let's proceed to the next player, which is me. Free. Mm-hmm. So the card okay. says, choose one word to describe your ideal life. So uh, a word pops in, in into my mind when while we're having this conversation. It was like, um, I think influential. Yeah, if that, that's the word. Yeah, influential. So influence, let's say, the word to describe ideal life. Now the next step, spinning mm. the word. Spirituality. Okay. So mm. influencing spirituality for me would be, uh, yeah, yeah, that's, that's what it is. So you see, like, um, we're talking in the pre-show about personal development and, you know, how it changed and like, it, it, uh, it's important, you know, people to be in this. And like yeah. in my life, I've been in this, you know, personal development journey, industry, whatever, for more than 10 10 something years yeah nine ten years and you know i'm also a coach but the thing is like i've, I've spent a lot of money on this uh, course right let's say if you uh, if you have to sum up it was like worth five hundred thousand pounds and talking about influencing spirituality is that it's not about influencing the other um people but it's more about in this case influencing myself and understanding when i'm also influenced you know so uh, what i'm doing right now is that um i'm I'm using a system which allows me to to discover more about you know uh, let's say who I am and when when I'm most uh, impacted by the environment because there are some things some actions or some thoughts that come to to my mind and sometimes I take that action and it doesn't really like uh, end up as I wanted to and then I go back to my system and I realize oh because I was influenced my decision was influenced by the environment or by something else that I can't control. So that allows me to understand. Mm. I love that answer, man. Good. So questions. Um, you know, to me, I'm really fascinated by the idea that I think everyone is exactly where they are. Um, and so I think that like people just need to face their problems for sometimes years to learn the lessons, to be able to become themselves. Um, and so, uh, yeah, I mean, I definitely trust spirituality from that perspective because I know I'm just a human and I know that I'm not right. And I know that 
there's a bigger power at hand that I'm just a, 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 a aspect of that, a channel of that. And so I always just rely on that. I don't really have a question, but I just always just rely on that because, um, because, uh, you know, it's just, it's just super important. That's all you have. Um, you know, I'm curious to ask you, like, were you ever skeptical about spirituality or anything like that? Mm. Or no? Skeptical. Well, that's, yeah, that's a good I definitely right, was, right for now, sure. You mean? Yeah, I was. I mean, uh, uh, you know, my, let's just a small background here. Like, my uh, religion is a Christian, and I used to have, you know, being influenced by the environment to believe in this. Now I'm not believing anymore in a God. I know that there is something. So... In that case, yes, I, I let's say I was skeptical. But you see, when I'm thinking right now, this word skeptical, I'm more thinking like uh, the, you know, what Einstein said, like don't be ever um, like question all the time. Don't be afraid to question what's happening and be in a in, in a continuous state of curiosity and inquiring. So yeah, yeah. So that's that's, that's awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. Good. Okay. That's awesome. So. Last turn, your turn. Tell me when to stop. Yes. Uh, stop. Okay, so it's free. Yes. Please read the card. Describe yourself using one word. Um, I would describe myself in one word, and it's uh, it's paradoxical. Uh, P a r a d o x. And the reason why I said is because um. You know, like I, I'm in different kinds of masterminds. I'm in different kinds of groups with people who are way smarter than me. I've done all these different kinds of activities. And a lot of the people who know me well, a lot of them tell me that the biggest thing that I represent is the paradoxical nature of life between light and darkness. And that's something that I've truly learned because a lot of the times in life, we think that the truth is one thing when in reality, the truth may be one thing, but there's an inversion of that. You know, this is kind of like the, the yin and yang where there's a one yeah. black piece, the half of it, there's the other white piece, but then inside of the black piece, there's a white piece. And then inside of the black piece, there's a white piece and vice versa. Mm. And so that's truly what I've learned because everything is paradoxical from the perspective of like, um, you know, like success is everything, but success is actually nothing because when you are in the present moment of your life or you're on your deathbed, you're probably not going to care about the money, but you're going to care about how you felt. Um, okay. you know, there's so many different paradoxes that I could talk about, but I think for me, that's just immediately what my brain goes to. Like whenever someone tells me something, the first thing that comes in mind is I think of the opposite, but they're both true. And so I think if I could describe myself in order to be paradoxical. Paradoxical. Good. Now the next step, spinning the wheel. So tell me when to stop. Stop. In family. Family, huh? Um, okay. So here's something that I've learned um, about family and paradoxicalness. Um, I love my parents so much and they've taught me so much. Like and a lot of my values have to do with them from you know them teaching me how to be a, like how to how to have a strong character how to have strong integrity how to be truthful um how to be nice to people uh you know like 
success from the full perspective of being happy, having a great family, having great health. I learned that from my family. But also, I definitely learned some mm-hmm. things that are not that great for my family, just like all of us, you know? And so I think the ability to love my family for who they are and what they've taught me, while also seeing them as human beings and seeing their problems and their flaws and the things that I don't want to pick up, these two are things that are, you know, paradoxical uh, for the most part. So, yeah, that's what yeah, came up. So it's about uh, acceptance, basically, what I'm hearing. Like acceptance and mm-hmm. yeah, understanding uh, is like being going detached, back to your you know, roots. Like not to... Yeah, yeah, being detached, yeah. but also being attached too. Because I definitely think that again, everyone has different perspectives. You know, some people don't talk yeah. to their family. I'm not like that. I talk to my family every single day. I hang out with them. I think mm-hmm. my friends, my my parents are like my best friends. Um, but also they're human and they're going to mess up and I'm their son and they're going to always be passionate, you know? So, um, there's, yeah. there's good and bad, but overall I'm, I'm obviously grateful for them, but there is that good and bad, you know, because you have to, you have to understand that because if you don't, then you're going to think that your parents hate you or, or whatever the case is. And so personally for me, uh, you know, I love my parents and, um, and, uh, you know, they're great, but they definitely have their problems, you know? And so some people might think that they might think it's, it's a contradiction, but it's not, it's the same thing. That's true. Mm, okay. Good. Okay. So the next step questions. So my question for you is, um, what is, um, actually, yeah, I, I want to go a little, um, with, like let's say paradox and i want to connect with um you know you explain in life you explain in family but i want to exp- like to highlight a little the part like about um, you know business but let's say more focus on the podcast like like a top pops in my mind like what if we can actually you know like we podcaster we can, yeah um in a in a way in a way or another we can uh, say that our guests are somehow like part of the family you know like part of the Voltura game show part of the human 2.0 you know something like that so i'm actually curious here like what uh, what is the the paradox yeah right, in uh, in your in your podcast in your yeah yeah that's a good question um you know i think this is, is like if you're have you ever listened to joe rogan's podcast the joe rogan experience yeah, I, I understand it. Yeah. yeah, so like you know, one of my one of my favorite parts about um, the guy Joe Rogan, I try to do this on my podcast too. Is you ever listen to him, and a guest says something, he always says something to like agree with it, but then he always gives the other perspective. He always gives the opposite perspective because he knows that millions of people listening to his show are coming from all sorts of different perspectives. And so for me on my podcast, what I'm trying to do is like when a guest is talking to me and I'm actively listening to what they're saying, I'm also considering the other perspectives. And I'm also considering the other areas where people may not understand this or may not agree. And so for me as a podcast host, I say, you know, I I love what you said, but then also there's, there's the opposite. You know what I mean? Like, um, um, like, you know, I, I can listen an example, uh, like, you know, somebody was saying on how, um, you know, you should do, uh, like, I don't know if you heard of intermittent fasting, which is like, uh, restricting yes, your meals to like once a day It's something for like high performers. And I said, yeah, you should do intermittent fasting, but if you're trying to gain weight or if you're trying to bulk up, you probably should not just be eating once a day. 
you know? Yeah. And that's and the truth is because all pieces of advice have some truth and have not truth to them. And the truth is, it's just always dependent on the context. Um, and so, yeah, that's, that's the truth behind life. And I find that if you're able to approach it from that perspective and be paradoxical, because that's really what the truth of life is. It's not just one perspective, it's everyone's perspective. Then you can have a lot of people who actually may not agree with you, but they respect you and they do agree with you sometimes. Um, mm. and so that's a major aspect that, uh, that I've seen on my podcast. Uh, over the years for sure and, and what if people have told me as me being a host yeah so like basically what i'm hearing like seeing uh the the information or whatever the, the guests are saying from multiple points of view and uh, not like diminishing it but you know seeing as another point of view and then saying your point of view and uh, um considering other points of view so being like a i would say like a like a, a space you know instead of like putting your opinion right there. So, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Putting in your opinion and then just realizing that not everything you say is, is everyone else's truth. Yeah. It's just it's not truth. the truth. Exactly. And, and, and like, yeah. And you, and you may, and both of both people may be doing, saying the same thing, but they're just saying it in different ways that makes them like disagree with each other. Uh, mm. But if you're able to be more paradoxical, you're, you're more of like, you're able to like neutralize things. You're able to keep things on a open foot and you can help, create connections and bridge gaps and i think mm -hmm. in the world that's what we need more of people who can bridge gaps yeah exactly and talking about still in in, in the podcast here mark i'm actually curious like you know we we said that you have a lot of episodes like more than 500 or something like that and yeah i'm actually curious like how yeah. what was the uh let's see what's your secret right like to get uh, people on your show like you know, Ed Miet <laughs> and robert greeny and something like that because i know like you know when you yeah. approach this kind of people there is like a flush a spam of other people that you need like let's say to battle to get to them so what what was your secret yeah yeah um you know honestly the secret is like if you're able to create a platform that g people genuinely care about it gets a, it gets very easy to bring on who you want to. Um, and so, yeah, you know, like for me, a big part of it was like using LinkedIn as a, as a way to grow my podcast because the mm -hmm. more your podcast grows, the easier it is to get people, you know? And like yeah. my podcast is at a point where we can have all kinds of people from like Jay Shetty to professional athletes, to actors who have won Emmys and, and all these different sorts of people. Um, and so, um, and so, yeah, you know, like there's, there's a lot, there's a lot to it, but I definitely think using LinkedIn has helped me a lot. Um, and then just being consistent, you know, I think a lot of people start podcasts and they quit after 20 episodes or 50 episodes because they say, Oh, I don't have this amount of downloads. When in reality, um, the truth is, is that the amount of downloads you have is not going to be a lot at the beginning. Uh, you know, unless you're putting in like hundreds of thousands of dollars in your budget, it's just not going to be a lot. You're, if you're doing right, your podcast value should go up over time. So the biggest thing has just been sticking it out. Like I've been doing it for years. Um, and then using LinkedIn to help market, to help get guests on and to help create a platform so that you're known for something, you know? And so, um, that's super, super important. And so, yeah, I mean, the truth is there, there are no secrets. You know, the truth is, is you just have to do it. You have to be smart about it. 
Um, and then the other thing too is that I'm always like, I'm always, for me, it's like when I interview somebody on my podcast, I always want to learn from them. And it's not just about having them on the podcast. You know, for me, it's not about getting a podcast to, to market it or to have certain people on. It's how can I use this podcast as like my own learning tool so I can be friends with Robert Greene and be able to ask him anything I want to or, or Ed Milet or any of these people that you mentioned. Um, and so, yeah, you know, I've just kind of done it like my way and uh, I just use it to like learn myself. You know, I, I, I keep that in mind because when you start a podcast and you're able to like genuinely care about it because you want to learn from it, your audience can tell versus like just asking the same questions just because you're doing the podcast over and over again. I can totally relate with that. Like, yeah, actually, like in my case, one of the things that I see this podcast is like, you know, like let's say mentoring is like, like, let's say free mentoring, you know, people are coming and you can ask them and that's how you grow in the end. And yes, the audience is coming too, but I think it's the, the, the principle of, of everything. You know, if you want to sell something, you need to be your first client. So the same like here, if you really want, want your podcast to grow, you need to grow by listening and, and you know, uh, learning from it. So I totally relate with that. Yeah. Good. Yeah, totally, man. And, and it's always going. Continues. Mm -hmm. Great. Thank you, Mark. Now let's complete the game with the acknowledgement card. So in this step, Mark, we are going to acknowledge each other for something that we have done in the round. And I want to acknowledge you for, well, first of all, for uh, um, miming and sharing uh, the experience uh, with us. <laughs> <laughs> that was fun. <laughs> really fun. <laughs> That's awesome. And uh, last but not least, I acknowledge you for, I really like this uh, mindset of uh, being in continuous growth and like learning and, and upgrading yourself and, you know, being to the uh, 2.0 level. <laughs> yeah, man, that's the only way to live life because if you don't, then your ego takes over and then you just like life sucks. So I'm always, I always want to be a beginner. I always want to learn. Um, and, and Alexandra, I want to acknowledge you because um, you have the guts to start a podcast about something that is totally different from all the other podcasts. And, um, you know, in a world where you can either just copy everybody else or you can do your own thing, you, choose, you chose to do your own thing, man. So I wish there were more people like you. And uh, yeah, I, I hope you like start a, a trend within the podcast culture, man. So I, it's super awesome that you had me on this early in your show and um, keep going. And I hope to be on again sometime, uh, maybe in person if the world mm -hmm. opens back up. Um, but, uh, but yeah, man, that's why I acknowledge you. Thank you, guys. And yes, we have uh, multiple uh, surprises for the season two. So yeah. Oh, snap. Who knows? Maybe we're going to fly to America. <laughs> yeah, you should. Good. Let me know. Great. Thank you. Now, woohoo! Hey, <laughs> we did hey. it. Congratulations, Mark. You have finished the game. Thank you for playing the Voltura game. Bro, thank you so much for having me. This was beautiful. Thank you. I'm actually curious as well. What did you like about the, the game? What did I like about the game? I definitely like the dare aspects for sure. Um, I haven't, I haven't like gotten active on a podcast. I don't think ever, except for me to literally simulate me being on a surf and then my butt stick. <laughs> I don't know. 
<laughs> sticking out. Um, podcasts are usually more uh, like cerebral. It's all about what you're saying. But this one has visuals, so I like that. I haven't seen that before. Mm, okay, good. I am, I'm happy that you enjoy something new <laughs> and you did some movement there. Good. Yeah, seriously. Okay, Mark. Now, before we, before we finish, I want to ask you three more questions. And these are, what is one successful mindset that you had, one successful behavior, and one aspect of your lifestyle that made you who you are now? Um, wait, wait. So uh, one aspect of my mindset, what was the first one? So what is one successful mindset first? Okay. One successful mindset is the fact that you shouldn't, if you ever have anxiety or depression or you feel like you're unproductive, you should never take it personally and just realize that these things are scientific uh, evidence and you're not a moral failure if you have anxiety and depression. And so if you have that mindset, that can help you to keep going and to not take things personally, but just to keep going. That's one. And what was the next one? The next one is, uh, what is one successful behavior? One successful behavior that I have is that, um, and I would say a lot of other people too, a lot of successful, way more successful people than me, is that they watch what they put in their mouth. Um, and so what I mean by this is your diet, your food. Uh, it's so important to eat a healthy, natural diet, to not consume junk food, processed food, too much alcohol, things like that. Because that stuff destroys your gut microbiome, which will eventually turn on your mental health. And so make sure you're eating healthy food. That's so important. Mm, okay. And one aspect of your lifestyle? Um, I mean, that's one. But one aspect of my lifestyle is that yeah. unless, I'm like do, unless I'm like out with someone, I go to sleep every day at 10 o'clock. And I wake up at 6 a.m. And I get eight hours of sleep because... That is what is required for me. And that's how you produce a healthy brain. So for me, I'm like religious about my sleep. People ask me, hey, you want to go out? I'm like, nah, bro, I'm going to sleep at like 10, 10 p.m., bro. Like, <laughs> there's no way. And, um, and so, yeah, for the most part, that's, that's it. And yeah, sleep is, sleep is the real health chain that connects everything, all aspects of your health together. Mm, okay, good. Thank you, Mark. Anything else you want to say before we, uh, well, first of all, please tell people where they can find more about you. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I mean, people can just add me on LinkedIn, Mark Matry, go to my website, um, go to my website and, um, and yeah, you can check it out. My podcast, my book. And uh, yeah, I mean, last thing I want to say is just like, um, is just like, you know, get out there and, and live your life and create and create your own game, play this game. Uh, do what you think is best. And yeah, Alexandra, thank you so much for having me on. Thank you, Mark. And thank you guys for listening to this episode. This was the 34 episode of the Voltura Game Show. My name is Alexandro. I was your host today with our guest, Mark uh, Metri. And if you like this episode, please share it with friends, family, whoever you want to. And leave us a review, a five-star review on Apple iTunes or whatever platform we're sending to right now. And if you have anything that you think it can improve the experience, if it's possible, <laughs> share with us. Thank you, Mark. In the next episode of Voltura Game Show, you will meet Jay. Jay is a sales trainer turned mindfulness coach, and his mission is to leverage his coaching and training skills developed at companies like Tesla and SolarCity to support individuals or companies struggling with stress, burnout, uncertainty, or a lack of motivation. See you in the next episode.